Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I am here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here. And this is our first episode. It's all about fear of failure, fear of podcasting. And I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to dive into this. And I really hope you guys enjoy. And please give me feedback, whether you do or don't. I want to hear from you. Hello, I wanted to jump on because I have a lot of thoughts. I put out, I put out my trailer for this podcast and immediately was very, very excited. Saw it on Spotify, was like, oh my God, so legit. But then I immediately got panicked, like seriously panicked. And I was just like stressing out. And there were so many thoughts that came into my brain while I was stressing out. And I started Googling, of course, like podcasting things, how to monetize your podcast, are podcasts even worth doing, like does anybody listen, blah, blah, blah. And of course, I came to this article in Bloomberg where they were talking about how the podcasting market is just very oversaturated. Um, and a lot of it is like defunct podcasts that people don't really do anymore. They did for like six months and they stopped. And I really don't want to do that. I really want to stick with it. And if I have to pivot, I'll pivot. Um, I'm just trying to like, I think I would really enjoy podcasting and speaking. And, um, I then started worrying about like monetization. I'm like, how many people I Googled, like how many people do you need to listen to make money off of it? And blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was just like spiraling, honestly. And it doesn't make any sense because I don't need to be spiraling. And I was thinking about it further and I was like, Oh, is it even worth doing a podcast? If like you're not going to get anyone to listen and if you're not going to get any money out of it or whatever. And then I just realized like, oh, this is this is the fucking problem. This is exactly what like capitalism, not that I'm anti-capitalism, but just like capitalism and the Kardashians and social media and all of these things and are honestly just American culture makes us believe that things aren't worth doing unless you can monetize them and they're not worth doing just for like the enjoyment and the engagement and the connection. And the reason I wanted to start this podcast was because I really like to connect with people and I felt really isolated during the pandemic and I felt isolated just working from home. And I also, I talked to my boyfriend and I just think, we have very good conversations. I think we're interesting. And obviously everybody thinks they're interesting and fun and whatever. But I do believe that like we have something to offer that isn't out there already. Which takes like year, 10 years, you know? It takes a long time. And I feel like when you jump into something new and you're like, oh, it's going to take all this time to get good at it. But then you look at your life and you're like, oh, I mean, do I want to spend the next 60 years just jumping from thing to thing or do I want to actually try at something and work hard at it and see what I can do with it? Um, 
I'm just uh, feeling a lot of anxiety and fear and stress about podcasting and putting it out. And also just because, you know, the product is kind of, it's a more personal product. Like it's, it is us. It is me and my life and Thomas and whoever else wants to jump on the podcast with me. It is going to be about us. So if people don't like it, it's going to feel more personal, which honestly is okay. It's one of those things that you learn as you age that not everybody's going to like you. And same the same with podcasting. Like I've heard podcasts about golf and about, you know, Joe. I've heard Joe Rogan's podcast. I've heard a lot of podcasts that I'm like, you know, not my cup of tea, but obviously somebody likes it. So good for them. And I just think it is really important to realize that you don't need to be everybody's cup of tea. Um, and that actually is what that article said. It's like, find a niche, like whatever your niche is, um, which obviously I don't have a specific niche. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be, you know, like we, the people who start listening now are probably going to be friends and family. So you all will get to follow along with me and see what, you know, what this is going to turn into. And I'm, I really think it's going to be good. I'm really enjoying it already. Um, it's just something new and interesting and I get to put, you know, put something out there that hopefully makes people feel good and connected. And I really, I think my big goal is to like, I th- I said in the trailer, I believe that I want to be your bestie when your bestie's not there, um, which is true. But I also want to connect with people no matter who they are and no matter where they are. And I think there is a way to do that. I think I'm very good about doing that because I don't have like a big ego. I don't have, I don't have a big ego. I kind of connect with everybody and I don't think I'm better than anybody, which honestly to a fault because people are like, you wouldn't kill someone if if somebody broke into your house and tried to kill you and I'm like, I don't know, why is my life more important than theirs? You know, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I think situationally people get put into bad situations and do bad things. So I just don't necessarily think I'm better than anyone and I relate to people well because we are all going through the same shit. Even if you live in a completely different country and your life is very different, it's not because you're still feeling the same things. You're still feeling scared and rejected and hopeful and happy and sad and joy and loss and all of these things like everybody has had someone die in their life everybody has had a win in their life everybody has a loss in their life so like these big things that kind of make up our world are relatable and even if I haven't related to somebody I mean like somebody who's been in I don't know a prisoner or war camp yeah I've never been in anything remotely close to that but do I know what it's like to be isolated yeah do I know what it's like to be afraid yeah so I really do think as much as I will be the one talking on this podcast I think there is a way to relate to everybody and I hope that I really learn that and grow in that way and and find a space for whoever wants to listen um because it really is important I think to show that we are all connected and we're all just doing life 
and we don't really none of us know what's right or wrong no matter how much people are like god is real or buddha is real or whatever you know whatever whoever the religious i don't even know was buddha a real person i don't know <laughs> that was probably a very stupid statement um i don't know but whoever their like religious icon is or what or maybe they're an atheist or maybe whatever they believe whether they believe in karma or the simulation or gods it doesn't matter because nobody knows no matter what we do no matter how much research we do nobody knows nobody knows we don't know shit we literally do not know anything about us or our brains or what people like and that's also something that has kind of helped uh, you know helped me I can't think of words today helped me tone down my fear I guess yeah what helped with me to tone down my fears and to relieve some of my anxiety was just knowing that everybody like nobody even knows if they'll make it like Steve Jobs didn't fucking know if anything would take off or Jeff Bezos or any of these people they just kept trying and we don't know, like, I don't know if this podcast will fucking suck or if it's going to be awesome and people will love it. I don't know if I'll say something really stupid and people will be like, wow, you're a huge jackass. Um, I don't know any of these things, you know? So we will just have to see, we're going to have to jump in this. We're going to have to try, you know, just because you don't know, it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. And I have, one thing that you will hear throughout this podcast is me jumping into therapy and trying to deal with my perfectionism and my avoidance. Um, and because if I can't be perfect, I don't want to try. And then I avoid it altogether. That is a huge thing that happened in school. I like hit a point where I failed a test sophomore year of high school in chemistry honors chemistry and I worked my ass off and I still just like failed the final and I got a B instead of an A which is still not a failure but I decided I was like oh this is stupid like this is dumb none of this means anything which to be fair school grades are pretty arbitrary and a lot of people get grades because they suck up to the professor or the teacher or whoever but that's a different tangent I decided at some point that if I can't be the best, I don't want to try. So not even the best. If I can't be what the level I want to reach, I don't want to try. Um, and that really led me through that plus being intrinsically motivated and not motivated by grades or like a, like a letter or a number. That doesn't motivate me at all. Um, so intrinsic motivation plus the idea that this like I was going to fail and I couldn't handle that just like led me to not trying. And that is really fucked up. And that is not how I want to live my life. And there's always fear about everything we try, every new thing, new adventure, every new task, job, school, whatever it is, having kids, Everything that is new to you is fucking scary because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how we're going to react half the time. And a lot of us are not in tune with our emotions enough to be able to calm ourselves or realize like where the fear is stemming from. And most of the time, our fears all stem from a couple things. Mine stem from like a feeling of unworthiness. Like if I fail on paper, 
it proves that I'm not a worthy human. Even though if somebody was like, oh, I failed college, like failed out of school, failed out of college, and I like work at a gas station and I think I'm stuck, I would, I would literally be like, you don't suck at all. Like that shit, shit happens. Like, why'd you fail out? Oh, like your mom died? Okay, yeah, there's shit fucking happens. So relax. I would never think that of someone else. But if it's me, I'm like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. I hate myself. Like, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. So one of my fears stems from feelings of unworthiness. And that's not great. But to battle these demons, this fear and this unworthy feeling, you just have to do things that give you esteem, esteemable acts. And for me, making money doesn't give me esteem. Like, I like making money. It's, sure, it's, like, fun. I like having money because I like being able to do fun things. But, like, what gives me esteem and joy in life is doing, trying new things and not being, not letting my fear hold me back. Anytime I've done something and been afraid to do it and did it anyways, I was like, wow, you're a badass. Like, good job. You've conquered something. You know? Bungee jumping. That's a prime example. That's a very like literal example. It's scary. No matter who you are, it's fucking scary. You're jumping off a cliff. Your body does not want to do that or a bridge or whatever. Like your body literally avoids falling all the time. It does not want to fall. And the second time I did it, the guy was like, oh, you've done this before. You should try going backwards. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) And it was even scarier. And It's incredible, though. It's this feeling of like, oh, shit, this is crazy. I can't do this. And then just forcing yourself to do it. And that feeling of like overcoming your emotions and overcoming yourself more than anything is just incredible. And I think that I have a lot of fear about this podcast. I have a lot of fear about sharing my thoughts and ideas. I have a lot of fear that no one's going to fucking give a shit or no, like no one wants to listen to that. Like, you know, maybe I won't be entertaining. I asked Thomas, I was like, maybe I'm not funny enough. Maybe I'm not entertaining enough. Maybe no one's going to want to listen to this because it's fucking stupid and no one cares. But which could definitely be true. That could come to fruition. But what's the worst that could happen? My sister's a therapist and she said a tactic that she uses in people who have extreme anxiety or fear is to, um, when they're, you know, just talk about what the worst case scenario could be. So like, if you're scared, your boyfriend's going to break up with you. She'll just be like, okay, what, what, what happens if that happens? What's like, what's the biggest fear you have there? And you go, oh, well, I'll be alone. You're like, okay, well, what is being alone with yourself that bad? And you're like, "Uh, it's not great, but I guess I could handle it, you know? Or, oh, I have to go back and date other people again. Okay. That sucks. Okay. Like, you can handle it. Anything that, like, literally, even if you, like, lose a parent or a kid or any of these things, like, you can handle anything as horrible and detrimental as these things could be you could handle them so a lot of fear and worry needs to be 
you know, tamed. You need to be like, hey, this could happen. It'll suck. It'll really fucking suck and we'll be depressed, but we'll fucking get through it. So that's what I've decided about this podcast. If it fails, if it sucks, if none of you like it, if nobody wants to listen to it, none of you, if you wouldn't be, there would be no you, I guess, if um, I fail. But if it sucks, if you guys hate it, then what's the worst thing? Then I try again. Then I pivot. Then I decide I'm not, I'm not worthy of a podcast. Then I go into radio, try that instead. No, then I work my job and I, I, then I get a new hobby. I don't know. Then I try something else. It's not a big deal. As of now, I'm having fun. I love chatting to myself in a room alone. Actually, I really do. I miss talking and I talk so much to Thomas because he's the only person that I see every day. And he's just like, he comes home from being a physical therapist and he's like, oh, I've talked to like 10 different people today about their pains and aches and life's life's lives. And he's like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. And I'm like, me, I only talk to the dogs. And then, and then I go out into the world and I'm fucking weird. I literally was just at dinner the other day with a friend and I was like, I'm being so fucking weird right now. And I was like, oh, and I'm being fucking weird and I'm talking too much. And she brought her friend that I don't know that well, who were now friends, but I don't know her that well. And I was like, oh, I'm being really fucking weird right now. And I'm talking way too much. And she's, the friend is kind of quiet. So I was like, do quiet people like when other people talk or do they want to be like, shut the fuck up. Let's just sit here and eat our food. That is also a fear I have that we'll jump into. Quiet people scare me. And that's a me problem. That is not a problem with anyone that's quiet. Like I like people who are quiet as people. I just don't know how to act. So that's me being like getting in my head being like, Oh, do they think I'm annoying? What do I do? And I am annoying. I have been told I'm annoying since I was like, two years old so I think that's just the middle child in me middle children get to be annoying because you know what we have to be (laughs) whatever that's a me thing we'll dig into that too we can dig into all the things I just want to dig into things that you guys relate to and you enjoy hearing about so honestly maybe I'll put up a something on my Instagram like a an idea of what I should talk about. Cause I'll dive in, man. And I'll say some crazy shit. I will talk about how I don't believe in the death penalty and that I have empathy for people who have murdered people, stuff like that. And it's not because of what you think it is. Like I'm not pro murdering people. Although maybe I am. No, I'm not. I'm not. I wonder if, like, people say shit like that and then, like, the FBI comes in. Like, if you're a sketchy person and you, like, own a lot of guns or something, like, does the FBI come in and they're like, fuck you? Obviously not because of what's happening in the world. Clearly that doesn't happen. But I'm just, like, leaving little Easter eggs for you all. Maybe to, like, keep you intrigued on what what will be to come. You want to talk about race? We'll do it. You want to talk about sexual harassment? We'll do it. You want to talk about the church? We'll do it. The church being all Christianity. You want to talk about hot girl shit? 
We'll do it. I don't think I'm a hot girl, but I can talk about hot girl shit. Also, I've decided... It depends on the day if I think I'm a hot girl, but I've decided that it's all a mindset. Again, just like doing things you like and not letting fear hold you back. It's all a mindset. and We just need to not let our fears alter that. And like culture. Like culture is obsessed with us monetizing everything and wearing long nails and like having big asses and makeup. I don't know, like culture is like, and all of these things, they're only pushing us to look this way and not this way is because they want makeup or makeup. They want money. They're just trying to get us to buy some shit that we don't want to buy and that we don't even have money to buy. So, so fuck them, you know, fuck them. I heard a influencer say this once, strong opinions loosely held. And that's kind of my vibe. Although sometimes they're strongly held because I don't believe in subscribing to everything everyone says. So that one might be strongly held. But honestly, I'll probably change my mind in a day. I'm a big fan girl. I love fanning out on things. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to consume everything this person has offered in the world in the next like month. And then I'm like, then I don't think about them for like six months. It's very like obsessive. But anyways... I'm just running in circles at this point. I was supposed to talk about fear and I think I did a good job. I think I did okay. I promise that I will get better at focusing. I've realized Thomas and I had a big chat that I maybe we'll put in the bloopers because it was just while we were driving and then I put my phone voice memos on just to like because I was like oh we can talk about this later but maybe I'll just pop it in a blooper episode or something. Because we were talking about how women are socialized to multitask. And so they can do that. And men, and everyone can do it. But women are like stronger multitaskers. And then men are really socialized to like focus. Like it's a big thing to be like, be focused, son. Was that a good impression? Be focused, son. Hey, son, you got to be focused. Focus, son. Hey. Go get them cows out there and focus on what we're fucking doing. Get your head out of the clouds. Like that. Something like that. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah, like you got to do everything when you're a woman. You're like, do this, do that, clean this, clean that. And it's literally just even how we are socialized to dress and look. Like men, get out the shower in the morning. Maybe put some gel in your hair. Maybe. Um throw on a shirt, throw on some pants, throw on some shoes. You're like, cool. Obviously, there's men out there that do more. They got earrings, they got nail polish, they got all the things. That's a thing too. But at least in the time that I grew up, that was less of a thing. 95, baby. So like 2000s, kind of less of a thing. It's getting more of a thing. The gender neutral dressing and such is getting more popular, obviously. So everyone's kind of doing everything now. But when I grew up, it was literally like shirt shoes. That's it. Men are out the door. Women, like when I was in middle school, were like, oh, wake up early. I, I, oh, there was a girl in high school I knew that woke up at like 5 a.m. every day to do, to do her hair. I can't talk. To do her hair. And she woke up at 5 a.m. every day to do her hair. 
and she won best hair. I think it was the class before me. But like 5 a.m. Are you kidding me, bro? That's like she's wasting her sleeping hours. And maybe she liked it. I don't know. But maybe she was like, what the fuck am I doing after she graduated? But yeah, we were socialized. Like I used to get up in middle school and high school, straighten my hair every day in middle school or do my hair. I did my hair every day too, which is crazy unless I was late. Do my hair, do my makeup, sometimes in the car while driving. Um, And then, so that's multitasking, driving and doing my makeup. And I, yeah, I would do all these things. So you're like getting ready. And as you're getting ready, you're thinking about like what else you need to grab. And you're like earrings, bracelet, rings, shoes, socks, pants, whatever, cardigan. And then you're like makeup. I need to grab my makeup. So like, like I have a pouch that I just like throw in a bag and I'm like, that's the, that's my good enough makeup. That's not all my makeup, but it's my good enough makeup. It's for like when I'm running out the door and I got, I just need a casual dewy look. A little no makeup makeup, you know? So we're thinking about all these things constantly. And so even just something as simple as how we were raised to get dressed can affect how we're socialized. So, you know, we do things differently. I don't know why I got on this topic. This is the problem with doing a solo podcast is you just have no idea. You just keep talking at some point. Nobody's like stopping you to be like, what's the fucking point? But hopefully it's okay. Hopefully it's like one of those things that you're just listening to while you're cruising on a bike ride or something or while you're at work. So it doesn't really matter because you zoned out. This is also what this podcast is about. Genuine connection, genuine chats. Like we are not here to show our ponies off. We're not here to curate. We're not here to like get best in show. We're here to be the best show, you know? Very different vibes. I don't believe in faking it. I don't believe in curation. Honestly, I'm terrible at it. I've tried. I've like tried to do the whole like, oh, I I love fashion. So let me post some pictures of me in this outfit. And I'm like, it just looks weird and ungenuine. Ungenuine? That's not a word. Ingenuine. And it's fucking gross. Like, have you ever met somebody that you were like, hi, how are you? Whatever you hang out for the day. And then you like follow them on Instagram later. And they don't look anything like they're, they do in real life. I'm like, bitch, that is not your face. What are you doing? And then you feel like bad for them because you're like, wow, you hate your face that much that you had to change it that much. Like the Kardashians hate themselves so much. They already got so much plastic surgery and they still at 40 or whatever, however old they are, they still hate themselves so much that they need to edit their pictures. They need to, like, take their waist in a little. And I get, at this point, they're so, their money is so tied up in their looks that if they just, like, took out their fillers, like, Kylie Jenner can't take out her fillers because, like, her whole thing is, like, the lip kit. So I get that. Honestly, it's probably insured. Somebody probably has some sort of contractual agreement with her that she can't take out her fillers. So at some point, you become so much the product that you're, like, edit a bowl you're as like manipulated as a product like you can be manipulated like a product can be like oh apple came out with new plugs well bitch came out with new hair plugs you know so that's really fucked up to me and i just think 
being the product is fine, but at least be genuine, be a genuine product and don't lie. Like if you got your ass injected, be like, fuck. Yeah. I had a flat ass and I wanted some whatever. I wanted a BBM. BBL? What's a BBM? Brazilian butt lift, whatever that one. Yeah. BBL. So just don't be a fucking asshole. Be genuine. I'm here to be genuine. I'm here to connect with people. I'm here to give you a bestie. And if you don't fucking like me, then that's a bummer. I'm I'm here to fill that niche of people that don't want to listen to Joe Rogan or Dax Shepard or the like murder podcasts. You know, I'm here for the ladies. I do I do listen to quite a few young women speak on podcasts. And a lot of it is about men. A lot of it is like dating and guy advice, which I'm for. Like I will dig into dating too. But sometimes some women just want to like talk about interesting shit, you know? So, and not everything's dating, not everything's marriage. Sometimes it's about us and we got to dig into us, you know? We got to dig in. And if you relate, then tag along and enjoy I'm going to wrap this up because at this point I'm just rambling and I might cut 90% of this and then it'll be like a 10 minute podcast, but that's fine because we're here to learn. So thank you for coming along if you've listened thus far and welcome to the pod. Welcome to the first episode. I love you. I hope you have the best day. Bye.